Hello everyone and welcome to GQHQ PQ Goose's Quiz's Headquarters podcast. I'm the titular goose and I'll be playing the role of Quizmaster and your cool neighbour that waters your plants while you're away. Here with me today on today's episode are two fellow humans that will be battling it out against each other and the internet audience in the percentage game. One of them we call Scott. Hello. And the other is named Louis. Hi. Says says Louis says hello actually on my script. <laughs> hello. I didn't give copy Louis a copy oh, of his <laughs> We will get into the percentage game later to give those watching the live stream and the other internet people a chance to fill out the game form. But before that, let's go through a quick highlight reel for the week starting with Scott. <laughs> I didn't actually think of what to say. But I went to the cinema, which was quite good. That was one of the highlights of my week. Um, yeah, is was definitely recommend seeing the outfit if you haven't seen it. That's me. Oh, and I got some peach rings from Little, which are really nice. So. Peach rings? Yeah, like like gummy, sugar-coated. All oh, right, I was ah. going to say, I didn't think they sounded healthy. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. Is there anything healthy with rings in them? Pineapple rings. Pineapple rings. Party. Yeah. Pie rings aren't healthy. <laughs> what are you healthy, healthy for a good friendship, but not for a... Well, that's it. Hey, I got party rings. That's it. Everyone loves someone with party rings. <laughs> Same with Haribo rings. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, I mean pretty good week from those two things. Really? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Nice. Did you write me a script for this? or <laughs> This is freestyle. Freestyle? Oh, no. The only thing that threw me was Louie saying hi. Everything yeah. else, spot on in that script. Hello. Also, my, I can't hear anything. It's because you pulled out your... Did I pull it out? Yeah, it's, it's popped out. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Just to be clear, if that was your addressing, you've gone deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't been a great week. Uh... <laughs> like, I said... Just the real casual. I can't hear anything you're saying. <laughs> I'm real good at lip reading, but... Uh... <laughs> uh, fine, I went to a gig on Monday for the first time. We're, we're going to talk about your weekend, obviously, more. Yeah, that's why I, I said Monday. Um, I went to a gig on Monday, which was good. The War on Drugs in Edinburgh. The new O2, formerly Corn Exchange, which was nice. First one in a couple of years, so that was good to tick that off. Had a nice pizza beforehand, Pizza Geeks. I love Pizza Geeks. Uh, Shout out to Pizza Geeks. Have you ever had their pizza? Never. Oh, it's very good. Are you a family? Or are you like? Um, it's not my go-to style. What like softer? I usually they base like, wise. No, I quite like a lot of different veggie toppings. Right, they're pretty like meat heavy. Meat heavy. That's why I like. There's a lot of barbecue things and pepperoni and double pepperoni and stuff like that. But they're I'm, all called things that are like clever from video mm. games. So I'm more veggie pizzas, but I had a nice chicken barbecue one. Ah, that. good, good, nice goose. Highlights? I played golf this week. I played golf the week before, and it was bad. And then I played golf this week, and it was good. Ooh. And actually, well, I started off with, if everyone knows how golf works, that the, you know each hole has a par, and it's a par four <laughs> to start with. So you're meant to hit four shots on that hole. And I hit eight shots on the first hole, which counts as a... Double par. A quadruple bogey, is that? Ooh. A quadruple bogey? Uh, not, a, not a triple bogey, because... Is that a, no, it was a quadruple bogey. It was four over par after the first hole, which was awful. And then I managed to actually play quite well for the rest of it. 
And then I made a nine on one of the holes, Ooh. which was not great. So I, I'm up and down, I would say, up and down. I get tired playing golf. I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's a long walk. And, you know, no one else in this room does anything of any kind of endurance. So uh, I'm sure you understand me walking 15,000 steps around a golf course is probably much the biggest endur- endurance feat anyone's done here. Yeah, yeah. Scott. Yeah, I've yeah. played golf once, like a full round of golf once. Can we just tell that story again? Of- <laughs> Was it not your cousin? <laughs> no, hit, no, hit a shot. I still believe it. I and then she ended it. up in your pocket. Mike, yeah. <laughs> I, I was, forgot I how good this story is. <laughs> okay. Um, I was caddying for my cousin once. They, they're they big into golf. So to spend quality time with my cousins, they asked me if I wanted to caddy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. Not really knowing what that means. That means not playing golf. <laughs> uh, and then one of them teed off, hit the ball, and then was looking for the tee. He was like, I don't know where it's gone. I was like, oh, but is that normal? He's like, no, he's usually just lying around where the ball was sitting. I was like, oh. And then he like felt in his pocket and he's like, no. And then he pulled the tea out of his pocket. Out of so his went, pocket? Yeah, it went up oh, and landed it was, in his pocket. I thought it was your pocket. Wait, right, no, 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 right. no, his pocket. How old were you? Maybe 12. How old was he? It's even funnier. Oh, no, probably a bit older. Like I was probably like 13, 14. Right, how old was he? Like 18. That seems like a 16, prank you'd play on. 100%. I know now <laughs> it does, but... Oh. <laughs> hey, What's core, this? core memory, core memory. <laughs> And they're relations of yours, right? Cousins. <laughs> you, yeah. did, did at one point you were standing looking at the, where the ball was, like, where's Scott gone? <laughs> Turn back. Oh, there you are. <laughs> no, I'm sure that definitely happened. Yeah. Miracles happen, all right. <laughs> Gotta believe. Happens on the pros all the time. <laughs> well, today we have Louis with us as our our sort of semi-guest, but obviously he's a regular here. Um, but he's a guest today because he's done something pretty pretty awesome recently, uh, which we kind of, I don't know, we want to we honour it in some ways. I feel we didn't make enough of it last week. I mean, we were tracking him. We tracked him for a bit in the, the live stream before the podcast. Hmm. Um, but we actually wanted to sort of talk to you a bit more about it. And I couldn't stop asking questions to Louis about it when we had a meeting the other day because... I was like, this is incredible. So if you had a recording of that meeting, which we'll play now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we talk about a lot in that meeting. It's mostly you, Scott. Um, So, yeah, Louis, you did... What what was the actual cycle called that you did, the route in the the cycle? Yeah, so it was called the Dales Divide. So that's 600 kilometers, most of off-road, 350 miles, I think it works out as. From the west coast of England... Through York, Scarborough, back over, back over coast to coast, pretty much. Um, so yeah, three hundred fifty miles over the weekend off road. Some but, tough sections in there. A lot of gates and things. And uh, there's there's not like just just because this is the thing we didn't understand. I asked Louis about as well. Mm-hmm. Is that there's not places that it's not the designated places to stop. It's like nah nah. So first night. Um, got to York, set off about 8am, got to York about um, half 10, 11. Uh, At night? Yeah. Just double check <laughs> that you're not yeah. some kind of, you aren't on a motorbike. <laughs> uh, and the people I was with, a few of them were going to cycle all through the night and into the next day, which is what a lot of the, the top finishers did. The people who won maybe slept like 
15 minutes half an hour over the course of the weekend oh my god um, what does that do for you something 15 minutes like it's not i think i can't remember for every hour of sleep that you lose you need a day to get it back i think is the rule of thumb for sleep-based things yikes seriously yeah so yeah. they're like the bike equivalent of like ultra marathon yeah pretty much um so yeah i yeah you just sort of sleep you can sleep where you want so first night i slept in a little patch of trees outside york maybe got like four hours sleep uh in a little baby bag and then second night around the back of a random pub there was like a shed with a bit of grass and behind it and it was perfect flat did they know no no it snuck in <laughs> but it's even worse because in england you're not allowed to camp ah, yeah so there's not, no wild camping yeah so what the organizers just sort of say just do what you want you say do it responsibly so i think no one no one ever gets in trouble really you just get moved on but the second night when we got to into the town maybe about half 10 11 the police went we were at tesco and the police went in the tesco as well <clears throat> so they were asking what you're doing and we were camping tonight. And I was like, uh, uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what the rules are here. <laughs> uh, in the I'm, legal. <laughs> I'm, I'm new here. I don't know what's going on. The permitted zone. You know, the permitted <laughs> camp zone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. One of a, the, nice, a nice campsite nearby. This is where you just said, I'm going to cycle the whole way through. Yeah. So, no, they don't, they don't mind. I think people understand. It's not like it's more if you have like a five person tent in someone's garden or whatever. Right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not do that. If you're, no one, no one can see me from the road anyway. Pretty stealth at camping. So, and did you did you sleep well? Uh, yeah. So the bivy setup's not the the most glamorous way to sleep. Wow. Um, Is that just like a swag? Or like, sorry. Wait. Scott's got a different <laughs> word for something, and now we have to investigate it. Biv, bivy. This is yeah. how we can have our our podcast go out in Australia. Yeah. The French. It's from the French bivouac. I think. Oh, okay. oh, I wouldn't even have thought that as a French word. Well, it's an army thing. Bivouacking used to do when I was younger. It's great fun. Yeah, Ooh, cool. Making little, making little like huts and stuff out of trees and logs and wood and things and such. I didn't do that. <laughs> no. Yeah, it sounded like you used a bivy bag. Yeah, pre, did you have a Did you have a sleeping bag, or did you just did you literally in the bivy bag? Yeah, so my sleep setup was um, bivy bag and then a sleeping bag, air mat as well, nice. um, just to add a little bit of insulation, a bit of comfort in there. Get, so get between you and the grounds. Exactly, the ground is very cold. If no one's noticed. Well, they um, say what is it? One one thing below you is worth three times the thing above you. Oh. So if you have something on the ground, it's way better than having something on top of you, right. because it traps in heat below from mm. the earth. It's like it's why from the mantle. Say things um, <laughs> under shade are like people say that like the moon cools things, which it doesn't. It's just that things under shade, like moonlight, they say cools things. It's like the opposite of the sun, but it doesn't. There's just radiating heat from the earth that is trapped by something underneath. Yeah. So if it's in the shade, it'll be warmer. Okay, there we go. There if you you're go. going camping soon. Yeah, if it's too warm. Get something under you. Um, Sorry, I was just to explain exactly <laughs> what, why. No, it's it was, good. Uh, so, wait, you had, to, you had a, th- I imagine a thin sleeping bag then. Because you have to carry all your stuff. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty pretty small. It was maybe... didn't have a caddy. <laughs> no, I had no cousin in this time. Just remember, most of this is going on the podcast. Um, so. Yeah, it was it was pretty <laughs> your, small. Your hands mean nothing on the podcast. I'm trying to figure out. It was maybe large melon sized when packed, like watermelon. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I packed down pretty small. So I had all that, and then yeah, first... I, did, I did see you putting out like 
questions for things on like Instagram in advance. Yeah, so the stuff I have, my sleeping bag's rated down to about 7 degrees. So I was a bit worried it was going to be more around 4 degrees overnight. So I right. asked to borrow just to be safe. Um, just in case, you know, because you're planning a few months ahead. So if it was the weekend before, it would have been, you know, freezing over the weekend. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, if it was like this weekend, it'd be a bit colder. But we got quite lucky with the weather. So uh, it would have been fine with what I had. But I was just making sure I had options just in case. And tell me, um, sorry, I'm just, uh, tell me what was the lowest point? of the the, the the cycle like the hardest bit the bit where you're like really like finding it tough highlights and lowlights yeah highlights and lowlights I'll go lowlights not, first not altitude then, <laughs> um yeah so i think there's one every day so first day um about five in the afternoon it's quite a big climb it was very warm um got got yeah got to the point i like sweat sort of dripping into my eyes and stuff like that so i'd take a break then which was unpleasant uh then after that it was fine second day um towards the end when it got dark up in the moors couldn't quite see the trail so I did a bit of extra mm. navigating to try and loop back onto it that way and then after that the one of the toughest bits was uh it was quite hard to figure out how long a section would take. So sometimes you'd, you'd do a normal pace and then there'd be times where it'd be really, really slow going. So it would t- feel like you were on the same path, path forever. So, yeah, that um, evening time, second day, couldn't see where we were going. There's a lot of fields, gates, like steep mm-hmm. sections. Mm-hmm. It's kept on going and didn't feel like we'd ever make out of this, this wooded section into civilization. Uh, and then third day uh yeah again to some some steeper bits having to push the bike up hills things like that things like to get off and push yeah there was quite a few so the trails in england are a bit different than they are here because they don't have the right of way or stuff like that or right to roam so they don't have really much public access to you know the countryside right so what they do have is more built around uh bridleways and footpaths and you know walking Right. So it's not really designed to cycle on. So there was a lot of going up steep hills, um, you know, things that you probably would want to walk up, never mind cycle, um, and going through fields and things like that. So it was just having to plow forward at all times, I think. And we'll do highlights just in a second. Sorry, I know we we're talking about this for a while, but I mean, this is what we want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, did, was there like a party afterwards? Or like, did you do like something afterwards? Was there like a little celebration? No. A buffet? <laughs> no. No, so um, the wait. Fin- sorry, just to double check, there there wasn't one, or you just didn't go. No, there there wasn't. So you finish at the same point you started. So people would have came in, you know, various times. There, you know, a hundred or few finishers various times over the course of a day, two days even. So right. there was no, there was no. He just finished, and that's it. It's oh. the worst. It's the worst part. Um, I, like I can't really like in my head. It would be like, have you ever watched the Berkeley Marathons? Uh, oh yeah 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 it's well worth the watch if you want to watch it it's like the most insane marathons you'll ever see yeah no one finished it this year didn't they yeah so it's like it's basically five marathons back to back but they say it's longer than a marathon you're actually running and it's through the most like hospitable sorry inhospitable Mm. um terrain you'll ever get 
Um, and like the end of it is basically just like, okay, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's a weird wow. thing that people do. <laughs> but it seems like that's a pretty serious segment. It's quite a well-organized thing, right? It's quite... Mm, yeah. I would have thought at the end they would have some like, I don't know, party or something. Because yeah. you think if you finish first... You party for like, I mean, that would be the great thing is they have a set amount of like booze and food set aside. And it's like, this is yours. You finish first. It's like, go for it. It's buffet style. So uh, just start hammering into it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I like, because I worked with a few um, triathlons back home when I was doing massage therapy and that. And the first few, or well, um, first 50 or so people that come through, they're still like buzzing. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. No worries. And that's like the reason that they won. And then after that, people are like stumbling in, getting yeah. carried in, like pushed in on wheelchairs because they can't walk anymore. Like the they're, length of time they've been doing it for is more the problem. Their body's been going for that yeah, long rather yeah. than them. It's not that they haven't like trained for it because they have, but it's just like the longer you're doing it, like the ga- the goal is to do it as least as possible, really. Mm-hmm. Do a marathon yeah. at least, like, you know. So the people that do come in. Do a marathon the least. Yeah. So like they <laughs> don't want to terms we're using here in this podcast. <laughs> Welcome. We're turning into an exercise podcast. <laughs> So that um yeah so they like they're coming in like those foil like yeah. emergency blankets to stop them from like you know losing too much heat and they like they don't want to party I've, they absolutely don't want to party I mean it is punishment how did you feel after like yeah can, that's can we get like a immediate finish an hour after you finish and then like the next day how did you feel um yeah as soon as I was done uh how did I feel did you have a cry. Hmm? Did you have a little cry? No, so that's what I was saying there. I really like the um, the, the build up and the process and doing it, and then when I'm done, I'm like, oh, I'm done. Ah, uh, like a holiday hangover sort of thing. Yeah, like, so they, oh, they right, come okay, they come yeah, down, yeah. happen straight away. It's like ah. a dog chasing his tail. Like, you did not get like a big surge of emotion of being like like it was over. No, <laughs> I was just. <laughs> that was done. That was it. I had on, to move on. on. To the next thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. To move on to something else. So. Uh, it's not a triumphant finish. It's just a finish. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Did you? Did you have to post the Strava? No. <laughs> yeah. Six hundred kilometers in the bag. I did it. <laughs> kudos. To Give me. me some kudos. Uh, yeah, I think I was um, a bit sore. I could walk around fine. Um, it was nice to take my socks off. That was good. Get some fresh air and toesies. Uh, yeah. what's, what's been the longest lasting feeling um, my my hands were a bit swollen from a lot of the vibration and the pressure on them Yeah. and Scott what's the name for that bit there your palm there's a no technical that's your hand yeah uh, <laughs> no that's where your carpal tunnel is okay yeah. oh, this, like, the bit, sorry just for the podcasters Bottom of your palm. Bottom of your palm. Yeah, talking about. Uh, yeah, that's that's a bit hard just now. My shoulder is a bit numb, um, but that that'll go away over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I was just a bit stiff the next couple of days, so I uh, went for a bath and stretched off a bit. Yeah, that's why I didn't do it because my hands. Yeah, yeah, it's fair, Scott. It's fair. It's hard to it's hard to unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Did you sit upright and cycle at times when you could? Like not using the handlebars. You're not using the handlebars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> not like doing a wheelie. <laughs> Did you do a wheelie? I thought that was it. A- no, it's quite hard with luggage. Okay. Um, your, your center of balance is a bit off. Yeah, right. Um, that's, yeah, why, yeah. that's why I don't do wheelies. Because <laughs> of all this luggage I'm carrying. 
uh yeah a few times um you know hands free but it's a small relief compared to you know a couple of minutes compared yeah. to a few hours yeah shake what? it out like yeah, know, yeah stretching off a bit we, we, we don't say this kind of thing very often maybe maybe we should say it more but we're really proud of you this yeah, is, this is a really cool thing last week we well honestly i like you went away with so little fanfare of what you were doing <laughs> that we were like and then you sent a link through to us like i could talk about this next week and it's like uh-huh and i just to be clear because of the way you sent it to us i was like whatever not that I was like, whatever, but you know what I mean? Like, just it's the cycle version of Wordle. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you've sent something through that's like, all right, whatever. And then I clicked on it and was like, nonsense. Yeah, what is yeah, going on yeah. here? Mm-hmm. Louis has taken time off to do nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's, yeah. In, it's incredible. So, no, no it, it was nice. It was nice. That was the first time done something tracked before. So, there was quite a lot of coverage and things like that. And, you know, yeah, there's a lot of information coming from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like see. a proper, you know, people send me messages and random people get in touch, things like that. That's really cool. Yeah, well, well even, even well, we had Archie on the uh, the podcast a while, like Graham, and I sent it to him and he was like, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he messaged me straight away. He was just like, what, what is that boy doing? Mayday, mayday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, he's done Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, when, when he gets concerned. Yeah, knows. yeah. It's like, <laughs> I, to... I think Archie's crazy. Yeah. Like... We, get a, we get a job position post up. On the... <laughs> yeah. This is good. This is, we're talking about somebody who's been a, like, a professional triathlete. It's like, okay, so uh, he's the one that's telling you that that's insane. <laughs> I think you've probably got an accolade there, so uh, good yeah. job. Well, yeah. done. well done. But from us, from, from Scott and I, we're obviously big athletes ourselves you know yeah, and yeah. I, by my terms i mean Sport. i'm a big athlete mm. um <laughs> big athlete um yeah no really impressed so Ooh, siren happiness siren. happiness Thanks. happiness um, siren going off for you hmm. i have one last question sorry just one no, last question on. how do you broach these topics with diane like how do you <laughs> like do, what do you say when you're like i feel like i'm gonna go away for like a weekend to to cycle forever <laughs> wait can i guess you say something like much crazier first, like I'm going to cycle to the moon. <laughs> and then when she's like, mm, don't think you should cycle to the moon. It's like, okay, what if I just do Bristol, Bristol, Bristol to Lockerbie? To, yeah. yeah. Uh, what does she say? Sorry. I don't mean to pry on your relationship, but I just find it a really funny, like thought. It's like, cause I can't imagine saying that kind of thing to Alice. I can't think what I would say. I've sort of normalized it really. Cause I've done a few um extreme things before that i've taken taken a few days or i've come out of the blue um yeah so it would be surprising if one of you said <laughs> you're gonna cycle <laughs> all right sell down <laughs> you're gonna cycle for a week but... what would diane say i said that i was gonna cycle <laughs> and that would be that's probably the better question is like what would diane say if goose said he was gonna cycle to... oh honey no but i've got a pretty good foundation and at least for the these ones i'm sort of tracked as well so if something goes wrong there's you know backup there's an sos button on there right okay yeah yeah um, so if things go wrong, but yeah, that, I mean that's the worry too. Is straight after finishing these things, you can only really go forward. <laughs> you're just going to keep it. It is going to keep escalating until until you crack. I like it. I'm really excited. Well, I, I'm happy to come and help. When's your next one? Uh, start of June for All Points North, and then middle of July for. The, the other one there's one that we're both away for but there's definitely one i could help, come and help and be be getting you picked up if you wanted at the end of it um so let me let, let us talk well, and we can uh, that's good because i got a gig the same day <laughs> in glasgow 
you've really uh, planned these gigs and i know i know <laughs> so uh, i need to you can drop me off in glasgow uh, afterwards that'd be great right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll be like the dad I'll, sitting in the car park I'll, take your, I'll take your bike home for you yeah no worries waiting for the blue light disco to finish <laughs> I'll meet I'll meet, you, I'll meet you at the car park don't be so close to the car park everyone will see you there. I'll come to you I'll come to you all my cycling buds will see you there oh. but yeah I mean that's it there's always it's always there's always a bigger event there's always yeah. something further you can do or there's always someone who, unless you're a small percentage, there's always someone who's done it a bit faster. Um, but you did well. No. Yeah, I was like 20, 25th or something. I had a plan and I sort of stuck to it. Sorry, I, like just to be clear, like 20, 25th or something. Oh, just, just 25th in this 600-kilometer <laughs> cycling race. Oh, uh, where well, we didn't stop. Really. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might have slept, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, I think I was top 10 the first day, and then I yeah, slept. Everyone we, else kept going. <laughs> we, we actually did see that, because you can yeah, see on the yeah. tracker thing how much rest people have had. Yeah. So it's just like if you stop, that's calling it's calling rest. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't I didn't sit down. I didn't. I went in the shops just for food and drink. I didn't, you know... Um, have a nap. Yeah, I didn't do that. I didn't lollygag at all. I just slept when I had to. It was so- but there's still like, yeah, nine, ten hours of... <laughs> hanging around <laughs> cut that out for next time <laughs> there was it was funny like seeing the ones at the top and it said like like five minutes of rest time mm. and it was like and that was after like two days yeah it's like, what like i mean i've had more than five minutes of rest time in six minutes like, <laughs> yeah, since starting the podcast <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it was me laugh. how many people in total were there uh i think 200 signed up i think about 100 100 and something were using trackers so they're they're more wow. right. competitive field um it's good uh, the good thing about ultra distance things is it's something that there's quite good parity in terms of ability for men and women so right. a lot of the best people in the world for long distance things are, are women um so you get events like this there's quite good it's not like you have to look down you know, quite a few places to find the first person. There's pretty even at the top. Oh, right, um, okay. Which is nice for, for long-distance things. That's great to see. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Brilliant. Excellent. Right, we should move on because we have the game of the podcast to play. And I don't think... When's the last time we played the actual podcast game? It was a while. Mm. Yes. I mean, he has played it before, definitely. But I just can't remember why he played it before. Because mm. it was... I don't even know if it was me running it. I think I, th- I ran it. I think you ran it. I think it. I ran it. But I but still think that he like set it all up. Because <laughs> <laughs> we never used to let him play because he knew all the answers. Yeah. Because he puts the quizzes together each week. But now it's a little bit more like a lot of the percentages you wouldn't know. Because yeah. it's come from Twitch. And yeah. like we've got a lot of percentages you wouldn't do. I know. So, and answers uh, don't really matter too much. Nah. As much. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, let's do the intro to the percentage game. Uh, here's how it exactly works. Uh, and then we'll get on to the game. The percentage game runs as follows. There are five quiz questions that have been asked to thousands of teams that have taken part in our online and real-life pub quizzes. Those competing in the percentage game must guess the percentage of teams that got the answer correct. Whoever gets the closest to the actual percentage gets the most points, and the further away you are, the fewer points you get. The audience answer is taken as an average and is made up of anyone who's filled out the form prior to the game. 
The winner after five questions is the one with the most points. If you want to contribute to the audience average, keep an eye on the social medias as we will release the entry form with the questions a day before the next podcast recording. Let's go to question one now. Okay, question number one. Uh, which Olympic cycling champion switched sports after retirement and began horse racing? So which Olympic cycling champion switched sports after retirement and began horse racing? That is question one. Not as fussed about the answer. Want the answer. But what percentage of people got that question correct? Now, we've asked this to thousands of teams. So we're looking for what percentage of teams got it correct. I'm also looking for simple percentages from 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 you both. I don't want I don't want decimal places because that feels too uh, frustrating. Um, okay, so let us hear. Let's hear your answers first. What what did you say, Louis? Uh, wait, I didn't. Do I show you? You can show whoever. Uh, Victoria Pendleton. Victoria Pendleton, and you said Sir, Sir Chris Hoy. Sir Chris Hoy. <laughs> Sir Chris Hoy. Um, and Scott, okay. Um, percentages is the big thing, though. <laughs> oh, Scott. <laughs> I went 60%. I went 61. <laughs> oh, wow. So Scott said 60, Louis said 61. Um, the answer was Victoria Pendleton. So very well played if you said that. Like Pendleton. Uh, well, yeah, I sort of always thought that that was the, the thing. Uh, 60, 61. Um, let us do the actual percentage now. The issue, I can't actually see a screen. This is what I've just realized I can't see is a screen. Um, the actual percentage was 66.3%. So you were snaked just, uh, which means that I've hidden something here, which I shouldn't have. Uh, good, there we go. Uh, which means that... Uh, so it means that Louis has got three points in that. Have I just done that? Yeah. So the audience average was forty-seven point nine. Audience average <laughs> is forty-seven point nine. Sorry, I can't see a presentation screen, so I'm struggling to now see where we're at with each part. But audience, yeah, they said forty-seven point nine. Uh, you know, Scott is in second with two points, and Louis in first place with three points. Scott, have you discovered anything this week? <laughs> Any revelations? Yes, yes. I so for ages, I have wanted um, something on the internet that I've well on the computer. Sorry, for like years and years that I thought didn't exist, but turns out it exists. Just to be clear, Scott had this set up before the podcast was, <laughs> as he was setting up the podcast, and we then instantly were like, no, 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 I reckon give you three guesses each. I don't think you get it. Is it the copyboard that shows? That <laughs> 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 uh, you can have a load of things copied. Yeah, it, yeah I use it all the time. Oh, so handy. <laughs> but Louis so doesn't know about this. Um, I don't see the need. I'm... No, no, no. Instead of going through and copying and pasting Copy, paste, copy this, go to the next tab, paste it in there, go back to the same tab, copy this, 
go to the next tab, paste it in there. You can just you can go have- control C, control C, control C, control C, right. Windows and V. Then you get a little boop, 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 slam all in. So handy. You have to switch it on. So you have to switch on the functionality. Yeah. If you press, for people at home that you don't know, Windows V. I'm so pleased I guessed that for the way. That's like the biggest win of today. I got another one as well. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Well, let me have... Let, let. I feel like you probably will know this one. Wait, let me have a think. I feel like Louis might know it, but... Is it a Windows switching think. thing? If you press if you press Windows tab, you get a list of all your... No, I know that. Okay. Ooh, um, that's mine. There's a cascade alt, one as well. has the yeah. thing. Um, no, if you press, if you open like a, if you have an active window and you press Windows and left or right, it'll like do half the screen. I didn't know that actually. Quite Whoa. handy. Quite handy. You can do okay. left, right and up and up will make it full screen or left will like pin it to the left side of the screen. I like it. I do like that. Okay. Oh, I hope this is a weekly segment. <laughs> yeah. Windows tips with Scott. <laughs> All the technology. Oh, and also I found out that alas isn't used in like a positive way. No. No. Wait, when did you find that out? <laughs> I was just like, ah, oh, I thought I um, had run out of eggs, but alas, I have eggs. Like, nope. it's oh, no. Alas no. is right. bad. Okay. No. <laughs> Control T in Excel is one I use a lot. How? Making a table. Control T is making a table. When have you. Control Shift T. What's Control Shift T? Have you used alas inappropriately? Yeah. Sounds like it. <laughs> like a, in like a, pretty much a, that a exact... Fu- in, some sort of exact. funeral or something. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It must be a great situation that you use a laugh badly. <laughs> no, I didn't think I just... I thought it was like a like this thing, but it turns out it was not this thing. I can use a laugh in a great way. When when Lou was, was talking nicely earlier, um, I uh, it spilled like half my drink down my front. But thankfully, alas, <laughs> you can't see it properly. But that's a good thing. That, that's how you use That's it. how Scott would use it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was doing well, but alas, okay. I've spilt beer all over myself. Right, okay. You say however, like if it was good. <clears throat> however. I don't know. It was this. Or, or thankfully. Thankfully, yeah. Your conjunct, <laughs> what is it, conjunction words? Conjunct, con, con, connect, conjunct. Louis, you studied English. Uh, yeah. That's not the first thing they do with you. Does everyone know what a noun is here? That sounds about right. <laughs> oh, thank, you, thank you for listening to my um, and Windows segment. Some more, some more tips next week. <laughs> uh, right, we're going to go on to question number two. Okay, question two. St. James's Gate Brewery is the home of which stout? This hits two things I love with Louis. So, question to St. James's Gate Brewery is the home of which stout? So, don't need the answer. I want an answer from you both, and you're welcome to write it in the chat if you want, if you're watching live on Twitch. Um, we just need a percentage. So, I just need a percentage from everyone, please. You can write it in the chat if you want, if you're watching live on Twitch. Remember, if you want to watch this podcast live on Twitch, you're very welcome to. Happens Recording happens on Fridays, usually around about four it kicks off, but we start on the live stream about half three. So, yeah, we just need to pretend to just remember, um, if you've played on the forum live, we'll get to see at the end how everyone actually did against both Scott and Louis. So... Let me get your answers first to this. So, St. James' Gate Brewery is the home of which stout? Answer, Louis. Uh, I said Guinness. And Guinness. Right, also we got Guinness. Guinnesses from both. Uh, well played is Guinness. Um, but we're looking for the percentages from you both. So, 
Scott, you said... 92. 92. And Louis, you said... 65. 65. Oh, thinking it quite, that's quite a difference between your that's two percentages. That is a huge difference between your two percentages. Okay. Um, let us show the guesses. 92% for Scott. Uh, 65% for Louis. Let us go to the actual percentage, which we do first before we show the audience's average. The actual percentage was 87.1%. So 87.1%. There you go. Um, now we'll get to see the audience's guess if it's closer or further away. Audience guess was 72.3%. So that means it did get closer than what Louis was at. Uh, so that means that... Scott gets three points, two points to the audience, and one point to Louis. So, so at the moment, the scores are even, Stevens. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. I've done no counting. I've done the, the math so far. I am. I'm completely oblivious to what the scores would be. But yeah, there you go. Good job. Um, we're on to Burger Watch, people. Burger Watch. This has been one of my key things from the podcast for years you've just been begging us to have a segment called burger watch burger watch for a while and we're gonna put one up and i you know i might double them i am gonna double them in you know what i'm gonna start a beef and that's the best pun i could do for this whole segment but burger watch for me is people who say they've got a big burger when actually they just got a big stack of food that's no way should be called a burger do we like? I know I've harped on about this so often, but you must look at sometimes and be like, and th- and think what I've said to you before, and you agree with me. Yeah, I yeah, but I like it sometimes. <laughs> the, the issue that I have with, like, okay, you explain why burgers shouldn't be taller, but in my mind, a burger, like the definition of a burger, should be something you'd be able to pick up with hands and put in your mouth. Like, not the whole thing, but like anything <laughs> you can do that with is a burger. Yeah. No, a burger in my mind is two starchy compounds at the top and bottom. Okay. Yeah. Oh. We, we understand. Bread compounds that you should be able to, to hold in your hand without making like a proper, proper mess of your hands. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could take a bite of that thing, you know, of the, of the, of the, the, the construction, which isn't like squishing it into your mouth or jamming it in. It's like, you know, having to separate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your your issue is with the size of it, not the elements of it, but more. No, you you put whatever you like in a burger. The architecture. Well, a bowling ball would be difficult because you couldn't put that in in a burger. You know what I mean? Like what I'm saying is there is a ratio of how tall it can be versus your mouth, and then calling it big, whatever you call big, doesn't mean just taller because that negates it from being the initial thing, which is a burger. Does, okay. that, like, does that make sense to everyone here? So you'd rather them keep them normal size? In my head, if they were gonna if they were gonna go bigger, it's it's wider. But so my issue with that is if you have a wide, like a high, what would you call that, circumferential mm-hmm. burger? Yeah. <laughs> so with a with a tall burger, two pieces of bacon done. If you have a wide burger, how do you lay out the bacon? Because otherwise, you need ten bacons. What the issue here is, and and, and it's, a, it's a deeper issue I have is people trying to do this sort of sensationalism thing where they say, oh, we've got the biggest burgers. And what they really mean is we've, we've jammed more food in a stack. <laughs> we've of- got the most inconvenient burgers. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like what, you can either run it as a burger. Like you, you, you can be a burger if you want. You're a burger place, no problem, right? You make burgers. 
we were all happy with that. I mean, and I know the it. constructs of a burger. Like, I know the confines of a burger. But if you start putting things in there, which means it's not a burger anymore, don't call it a burger because you're advertising falsely. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Instagram food is a stack, not all of Instagram food. But yeah, I mean, if you're gonna, would you rather a long like? A long flat burger, like a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, I would take that. By the way, over 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 what people. I mean, there's a photo. And we'll put it on Instagram, and I'm gonna put them. I'm gonna put it out there. What is it? I'm, I'm trying to remember the name of the place. Burgers and Beers Grillhouse. I like Burgers and Beer Grillhouse, and I've been there for burgers plenty. It's on the Royal Mile in Edinburgh, and like I like it, and they're one of my faves. But they put up a photo of a big burger. I think they even use our big burger like as one of their things in this in this post that they put up, and I like struggle with it. And 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 Scott points at the exact issue is that they put two onion rings underneath the bun. And that's just added to this height. And it's like, well, the first thing you're going to have to do when you get this burger to your table is deconstruct the burger. So the work that's been put together by that chef to that burger together is basically just saying, well, what I'm going to do is take this steak out of it, which needs to be there for structural integrity, and then eat this burger. Nonsense. I, it really gets to me. I get, it's one of the biggest things that annoys in hospitality at the moment, and it is people calling big burgers not big. You know who does a good big burger? City Cafe does a big burger. That's the, a the proper, competition because yeah. that's what I was going to ask you about. That competition burger, you do have to deconstruct it. But I tell you what, that's a big wide burger, and like big circumference burger, you could pick it up in one and go. Do you reckon? Yeah, I'd say so. I've seen people do it before. Is that our next step? We're going to go to the City Cafe Burger Challenge. No, I think we're good. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, that's my burger of Burger Watch is Burgers and Beer Grillhouse on the Royal Mile that they have. They have an abomination on their their Facebook, which shouldn't be there, especially for someone with burger in their name. Wrong. <laughs> Scott, can you record a disclaimer saying this is just a view of Goose? <laughs> hey, look, this is this is a segment called Burger Watch, and we'll put that brought we'll, to you by Goose. Yeah, we'll do that fast speaking thing that yeah. they put at the end of all like government <laughs> yeah. ads and stuff. Yeah, we'll do that at the end. Thing That's is, fun. you can't disagree with me here. You just cannot disagree with what I'm saying. I am talking this the truth. I tuned out. Sorry. <laughs> well, there's a. There's... <laughs> I'm glad Scott engaged. Uh, you got me triggered. triggered. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't care about anything this much, Louis, but I do care about that. So I'm going to keep on. Burger Watch is going to be a segment we come back with because it's happening, and it happens all the time. You see burgers like this all the time. I do have burgers all the time. So yeah, all the time. People. Okay, we're on to question three and a deep dive into the things that Louis likes and dislikes, but mostly likes, but that's very limited few. So here's five questions about things that Louis likes. Question three. If cats and are sorry, if cats are feline and cows are bovine, what are sheep? So if cats are feline and cows are bovine, what are sheep? Answer is not as important to me as the percentage of teams that would get this correct. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, 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 uh. Now, if you're watching on the live stream, you're very welcome to post your answer and your percentage, especially percentage, into the uh, the old Twitch chat. If you are not watching live, you can shout it out at the top of your voice. If you're in your car, honk your horn, maybe. 
as many percentages as you think it is. <laughs> so if you think it's really high, this could be an awkward junction for you. Answers, people, show me boards, show me boards. I didn't put an answer. Show me boards. Nope, I no didn't answer. Do either. No answer. <laughs> right, okay. Well, let's just let's just uh, give you the answer then. The um, let me just get your percentages first. Forty percent. Forty percent for Louis. Fifty-four percent. Fifty-four for Scott. Uh, let's get the actual answer. It is ovine. Oh, ovine. Yeah, yeah. Ovine. bovine, feline, and then it's ursine for bears. Yeah, yep. equine, equine for horses. Canine, canine. Yeah. So ovine is right. uh, sheep. Ah, so nine, oh. um, let's show those percentages though. Scott said fifty-four. Louis said forty. Um, the actual percentage was 63.5. Wow. 63.5. Um, I, I rubbed out a 60-something because I was just like, <laughs> no. I I was sort of a little surprised it was as high as mm, that. Yeah. I think it could have been quite low that. But then that's somewhat niche knowledge, no? I don't know if I would have known that just because of the question or if I had known it in advance. Yeah. I feel like it's the kind of thing I maybe would have got to in a team like if Jillian was on it. Mm. But <laughs> if someone was on it that was smarter than me, like, fine, no issues. But it could be the kind of thing, if, if, if anywhere around farming, I think you would know that. Mm-hmm. Anyone around any kind of farming, I think you'd probably know that. Yeah, I didn't have those in-depth nursery rhymes as a kid. <laughs> goes, ovine. <laughs> All the horses in the field we call ovine in Latin. <laughs> um, right, so... Um, it's a, well, I think people would know it for loads of different reasons. Um, right, audience average, though. This is the big, this is the big reveal. Uh, so currently, Scott's closest... And the audience went at 64%. Oh, wow. Well so took it to 0.5% away. Wow. Which is impressive, audience. Good work, impressive. everyone. Impressive. <laughs> well played, everyone nice. in the audience. All these people that um, filled out that all, all those, good form. All those farmers out there. Yeah, right? yeah. Which means audience on three points, Scott on two points, and Louis on uno panento. Um, I wanna, uh, we didn't ask last week. We asked Jack. <laughs> it's funny how weirdly opinionated it is about some things, but just so little opinion about yeah. other things. So, Louis, you went here last week, but I'm assuming that you listened to the, the last whole, week's the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, you don't have to answer. I had on. Yeah, good. Um, so, I asked Jack what what posters he had on his wall growing up, because I thought about the ones that I had, and some of them were a bit cringe. Um, but I figured it's good. I so, have some cringe ones. All right. Can we start? We'll start with Goose. We'll give Louis a little bit of time to think. It doesn't have to be like as a child. Can I just be... guess what Louis had on his walls as posters? Um, Nothing. Pendleton <laughs> no, on a horse. No, no posters. <laughs> Bare that, wall. That would be my guess. Just but, Jiprock. Yeah. Or just <laughs> co- everything. Just like, you know, those like um, like tie-dye rugs <laughs> on every wall. Yeah, that is, that's my other guess. <laughs> All right. So things on wall, Goose... I had we'll go through yours first, or I, if I had a Muhammad Ali poster with him standing over Sunny Liston. Liston, me too. Yeah, <laughs> we're very similar. <laughs> uh, I had that poster with him standing over, uh, and I had. I remember at one point I went through a phase of having loads of road signs, but like the joke versions of what the road signs meant, uh, and it was like. Yeah, you know, it was stupid things. And some of them were a bit rude. And I remember my dad saying he really didn't like it because oh. they were a little rude. Um, Did one you have of, it on the back of your door? One, so of, them mentioned, one of them mentioned penis. And it's oh, like, oh. You can't say that. Uh, dump, dump that. Dump yeah, that. but that was, that was... I, and then other posters, I don't... 
I think I had the um, New York skyscraper with the guys having their lunch. Mm-hmm. I think I had that. Might have been Jillian's, and then I inherited it Stumble. at some point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I, I, other than that, I don't remember having any other like major posters. I didn't have like a film poster. I didn't have any. I wasn't really into bands when I was younger, uh-huh. so I didn't have any band posters. I think they were the posters I remember. Okay, I had yeah the Muhammad Ali one. I had a couple of cars. Uh, one of my favorite cars, <laughs> Ford GTH Phase Three. Um, I had a lot of truck posters because my dad's a truck driver, and he used to get a magazine called Truck and Life. And then, of course, any any wait, poster- sorry, trucking life as in like trucking life, or are you saying? Truck and life. No, tr- trucking. <laughs> like trucking without the G. Sorry, trucking. I'd, I'd almost prefer it was truck and life. <laughs> you know, just like home and garden. Truck and life. <laughs> um, so I had a lot of truck posters, including um, I finally got one of the bandag bullet, which is like. No way. Yeah, I got it. I the got bullet. It. I bloody got it. And they used to have like the stats of like the horsepower, brake power, and all that sort of, which I did not understand. But I was like, well, the higher of that, the better for sure. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this one's the best one. Yeah. So I had lots of truck posters. Um, I had that one. I'm sure you've seen it where it's like you've got all those like drinking slogans like beer because you can't dance without it and like tequila. Have you said hello to your oh, toilet? I feel like, yeah, 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 like real cringe one. Had that had was this pre-drinking an ac yeah 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 Yeah. when i was like 10 yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) i had an acdc one um how big was your wall well i had like all the doors and stuff like (laughs) cupboard doors inside and outside this doesn't sound like that many posters louis i mean this is a real this is a real test of a poster like what kind of posters louis had i'm excited i'm still gonna put money on none i had a skateboarding one which was oh, like, I might have had a skateboarding one as well. Tony Hawk was big. When so I, I used was, to skate a little bit. I tried. It wasn't good no. at all. Um, I think that's it. And I had like a, another phrase one in the bathroom when I before I replaced it with like anatomy posters. Like it. Louis? Oh, wow. Um, Can I guess? As a Avenged Sevenfold everywhere. <laughs> no, that's that's currently what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can't remember. I'm amazed that you can remember so well all the ones you had. Because um, they're mostly still there when I go home <laughs> to visit. So <laughs> <Love> <laughs> parents parents. are just like, oh, I'm banging them down. Um, I think I might have had like, uh, I don't know if it was, but it maybe looked like the, was it the Brainiac, the TV show poster, which is like... Was skull- that like a science-y one? Yeah, like a skull and crossbones. Yep, and but- a hard hat? Yeah, I think I might have had that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know where you're at. That's all I remember from home. And then at uni, I randomly had a poster I was given for the film Crimson Peak, <laughs> <laughs> which I got from Cameo. I think I won in a raffle someone did for some fundraising. Oh, wow. Well, good haul. Um, <laughs> what, was it a good good poster? I'm going to have a quick quick Google here. Crimson Peak, pretty forgettable film. Um, Is that Tom Cruise? No, that's no. this guy. Yeah, I can't a, think. A Guillermo del Toro film. Okay, three people standing in front of a pretty yeah. It was, it was, a, it was a gothic thing. It was a gothic one. Okay, Tom Hiddleston. A dark, dark Tra- period in your uh, youth. I'm waiting to come out of it. <laughs> Question four. Question four. Watch me do this perfectly in sync. Question four: How many Scottish regions border England? Now, this is not the number we need from you. We need the percentage of teams that would get this correct. There was no leeway on this question either. 
So, how many Scottish regions border England? We need to be really specific in this question as well. Regions is quite a specific thing in Scotland. <laughs> okay, let me see your boards. We have got two and four. Louis, you said two? I said two. And Scott, you said four. four. Well, I'll let you know. Uh, so let me see your percentages as well. Uh, 70% for me. 72. Oh, 70 <laughs> and 72. You've either been really quite close or too far away from each other, which is quite funny. <laughs> uh, the actual answer is two. What are they? Uh, it is Dumfries and Galloway and the Borders oh. are the two. Dumfries and Galloway won. That's that, is, that is where Louis is from. Yeah, I know. That's why it's in there. It's in there because we just want to reveal the only facts we know about Louis, which is, <laughs> so far, he quite likes cycling, he has a cat, and he is from Dumfries and Galloway. And what was the other question I put in? I think that's one thing too many. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> they can't all be said in, the same, in, in a sentence in the same go, or like... If you can redact some of that, please. <laughs> Let me know. I'll take it out of post. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got 70 from Scott and 72 from Louis. Um, let us actually show the actual percentage of teams that got this correct is 59.2%. So oh, wow. it is a pretty low percentage. Mm. I, I think people struggle with regions. And knowing what that would be. It's the same as like cities and towns. Like some people don't really get it. Get what cities are. Which, which is, is like fine. Oh, it's fine. But it is funny. Like, yeah, you would think that people would know that better than they do. <clears throat> but they don't. So uh, that, the actual percentage is 59.2%. But it is the audience average that we're really interested in. And the audience average for that one was 66.8. So... <laughs> They do know it better, which means that the audience... Three points. Scott got two points and Louis on one point. I mean, we're all quite far away from that. Yeah, well, the audience is only 6% away, or just over 7% away from that. I know, numbers are difficult. (laughs) (laughs) And... Louis, I've always been wondering what, like, what made you get into cycling? If, like, did you start? Did you actively be like, I want to do big cycles, like races and stuff, or were you just like, oh, I just need to get from A to B to start with? Don't. So, uh, I stopped playing rugby and then ran a marathon. Same, same day. <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> Needed something to do, so I ran a marathon, and I was like, "Okay, what can I do now? Oh, what can I do on Saturday afternoons?" <laughs> now? Marathon, when I, I fir- guess. when I first knew Louis, he was like a chunkier boy. Yeah, that yeah. was that was about. Um, I think I weighed about ninety kilos then. Um, yeah, maybe a bit more. Uh, do you want me asking how much you weigh now? I weigh well, probably I've eaten all week. Just to, <laughs> to, so I probably don't weigh it right now. Just to be clear, I, I, I ate a week as well, but um, yeah. around seventy-five kilos. All right, okay. Um, so twenty fifteen down, whatever. Yeah, fifteen. Um, yeah, so I ran a marathon. And I needed something else to do, so I got a bike. I got into cycling. Uh, gave myself a three-year plan, <laughs> which 
sounds serious but it was just do one like sportive one sort of organized cycling event in the first year second year join a club uh, and third year try a race so that was the plan how long how long has it been are you still in that three-year period or <laughs> yeah. that? no that was um seven years ago okay yep about seven years ago now um yeah and did all that um ticked it all off did some more racing, um, did some more racing things, uh, and then over lockdown, um, because couldn't go anywhere, uh, between that and Brexit as well, it was kind of hard to leave the country, things like that, I was like, right, I'm just going to use my bike to explore a bit more, so I signed up for longer distance events, things I could see more places, make the most of being here while I was here, um, and then just sort of seemed to have a more of a natural talent for that than I did for... The higher octane stuff, uh, and then sort of built upon that in the last two years, I think. I know this is going to make Louis feel awkward, but you're part of a you're part of Rond. Yep, yep. I'm on the on the committee there. I've been yeah part of the club for maybe six years now, and the committee for about four. Um, I just make up my own position in the committee. <laughs> <laughs> so I told you that. So my sister. Is good like one of her best friends. His her husband is part of Rond as well. Okay. And my sister asked him, uh, "Oh, do you know Louis from Rond?" And and his instant response was, "He's one of the really good ones." <laughs> yeah, that that's happened a few times. I'm um, the best of my job that I made up. <laughs> yeah, that yeah surprisingly happened. People sort of recognize me from bike related things. Oh wow, well. from everyday life. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Do you then go, I'm also a quiz host? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is, that is well. You know? I'm multifaceted. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I bet you the people at his cycling club don't even know he does quizzes. Like, have no, like, under, like he's kept it so sectioned in his life. Like, it's like there's no way he would ever. He's always got, like, three changes of clothes in his bed. <laughs> Just in case. Okay. That's fair. Yes. Good, good. And you obviously, like, you know, just do it because it's punishing. You love it. Um, good, sometimes, good for you. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, that's good. A little bit of punishment um, for your life. Yeah, so just long, mainly long things this year. But I've got a race on Sunday, so good to mix it up. Have some variety. Race over winter, doing cyclocross, just for a bit of variety too, and a bunch of other things. So offers quite a lot of options for for just riding the bike. Nice. Lots and of things. My to last do. question about cycling: How many bikes do you have? Uh, right now, I've got. Four four in the flat i've got a fifth one being made just now <laughs> custom bike i've got a fifth one being handmade just now oh wow out of steel steel yep is oh. that to replace the one that you snapped in half no i got that replaced insurance um so that's fine good job insurance yeah 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 well that was a swift service so if anyone, if anyone wants bike insurance go to laka uh, Sponsor the podcast. Yeah, well, I can give you a code and I'll get money back. Okay. <laughs> there, we there we go. Put that in the What a swift response they gave me, though, to, to snapping my bike in half. What What was that bike made out of? Uh, that was carbon, actually, that one. So, carbon kindling. Car- carbon bikes are really strong in certain directions. Right. Not, not they don't like being like stood on, <laughs> things yeah, like that. Okay. From a different angle, they're quite weak. They're like tension-based things, so yeah, they're not carbon, yeah. fi- carbon So the, the tensile strength is good for most things, but if you get it at a bad angle, it'll just right. go crack. And steel is strong Steel's and light? He- a little bit heavier, but Ooh. steel can be repaired um, a lot easier. Weld it. 
Yeah. Or you can just bash out the dents and things like that. And mm. it's a lot smoother as well for riding around the UK, potholes, vibrations, things like that. It offers a bit more of a comfortable ride. Um, so yeah, that's um, almost done just now. It's waiting to get painted. Cool. I have one more question. Yeah. Have you ever cycled in a velodrome? No, no. So I've not, <laughs> I've not got around to that. Did, uh, would you want to? Yeah. So uh, it's been in the cards a few times, but I think to do it, you need like an accredited coach or something there. So it's a bit what? more. You can't just turn up and. It's not like an ice rink where you, <laughs> yeah. there's like a bit <laughs> yeah, of, there's yeah. a there's a free time period. And then, I really want to go in a velodrome. I really um, really want especially to go like in one. super steep. Yeah. If you go yeah. watch it, it's on just now. Um, people watching live just now there there's one in glasgow with the world Chris Hoy. championships something like that they're on probably bbc sport red button uh yeah and i was there for last year or the year before and it's so steep like scary steep yeah 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 is like, that if is you're it, cycling you're gonna be a good like yeah you, you couldn't you couldn't walk down it you would have to slide down your butt oh wow oh, really? is, is yeah. there a set steep uh, I, th- I think it va- I think it varies. That's why some velodromes are faster than others. Right. I think it, um, it'd be so cool. You see some of the crashes in the velodrome, though, and you're like, it doesn't look fast, obviously, when the camera's tracking them because you're just seeing them like mm. absolutely hammer and like yeah. their knees are going, and you're you're sort of then you realize how long a velodrome is. Eight hundred meters, is it? Four hundred, I thought. Oh, I thought it was a running track with four hundred meters. Maybe it is four hundred meters. Oh, it's the same. But I was, I was. Like uh, w- when you see how long it is versus how often they're turning, you're like, that's quite regular. <laughs> quite regular turns you're doing there, and that has to be at least 200 meters away from it's each other. Be mm-hmm. safe, everyone. Yeah. Uh, the, some of the crashes, though, you see in that. It's like, and some of the stupid things they do, like, you know, in some of the races, they like grab hands from each other mm-hmm. and like pull each other forward. Have you not like, like, slingshot maneuvers? Yeah, 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 they yeah, do yeah. slingshots. Hand sling. Hand sling, sorry. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's like, don't. Don't do that. Like someone surely has to step in and be like, "Oh, by the way, all of this stupid." Like, yeah, I mean, you? track cycling's been around for ages. You, you know, go back to like the early start of the last century. People are racing on tracks. Wow. Well, there you go. Mm. Let's try and get Louis into a velodrome. <laughs> okay, I, yeah. I want to go in a velodrome at some point. That's something I would love to do. I quite like a recycle, but I think I'd be terrified as soon as I got my bike. I'd be like, nope, don't like this anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's this. It's the the fixed gear that's kind of terrifying. Right. Though. Yeah. That's so you have to keep your legs going. Yeah, so you obviously you just can't, can't stop all of a sudden. <laughs> you That's just have issue. to gradually <laughs> slow down. My uh, my body wouldn't allow me to do that. It's like, oh, I've cycled quite hard, and now I'm dead. <laughs> Literally from the actual track killing me. Uh, right, let's move on to question five. Okay, question five. Final question of the questions. Question five. In rugby union, what is the name of the invitational team that play in black and white stripes and their own club's socks? So, question five. In rugby union, what is the name of the invitational team that play in black and white stripes and their own club's socks? That is question five. Final question of this round. And the quiz. Um... Or our podcast, I suppose. Um, need your answers and percentages, please, when you're ready. Uh, you know, and I hope you've enjoyed our questions today. I selected oh, me. and picked Oh, yeah, they've been great. For you. Uh, they've been very good. Good work. Nice. I wonder what questions you'd pick for me. I've been oh, thinking about it that. Because be... we did an Australian round like two weeks ago. Silver chair. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Three silver chair questions. <laughs> 
<laughs> we, we did all the silver chair questions we have. <laughs> a physio based one. Yes. Um, something was uh, something. We do something science and nature based. What we would just do is throw all the throw all your best questions back at you, like your hardest yeah. questions that you've written. A, back a question at you. about Mick Fanning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Let me see your answer. Let me see your boards. Let me see your boards, people. Let me see your boards. Let me see your boards. Um, <laughs> I knew that wasn't the answer. So, uh, Scott, what have you said? Uh, the juggernauts. And what percentage have you said? Eighty-seven <laughs> percent. There we go. Uh, and Louis, you said barbarians. And you said ninety-four. There we go. Uh, the juggalos. The, the, the big juggos. Uh, it is the barbarians. The answer. So there you go. The barbarians. The babas. And you always like something like, kind of like fighty and yeah. like sort of like battle based they're really fun the barbarians they do some really fun stuff they, they play all these like because because it's, t- it's like players from all over they, they do like trick plays and stuff oh they like the harlem globe drawers yeah well k- kind of but like yeah so 87 percent for scott 94 percent for louis uh the actual percentage was <laughs> 71.4%. Oh, wow. It's a lot lower than you'd think it would be. People don't know rugby as well as wow, I think we, we would know. Um, I thought it would be way higher than that. Yeah. But it's it's 71.4%. So there you go. Um, so we're on to the audience's average. So everyone who filled in the form, the average that we're getting from them, uh, this is what we got, which is... 59.7%. Oh, wow. Which means... Oh, the, the audience has smashed it. <laughs> the audience have done very well there, uh, showing that Scott got two points, Louis got one point, and the audience got three points oh, there. Well done. So, yeah, very well played audience. Um, I don't know what the totals are yet. I mean, audience won, Scott's in second, I'm in last. I mean, say, yeah, say that's <laughs> yeah, I would probably agree with that. But uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's, sorry, I've taken all the tension. Let out. me uh, <laughs> let, let me actually get to it. Louis, um, let Goose take it out of your hands for one week, please. I'm just oh, trying to be no. a good host. What could the scores be? <laughs> um, who, who knows? Let us go through the Louis. I, I, do you feel competitive in this, or did you feel that you just what what tell me like because I think you're a competitive person and I would like to get your you know honest r- r- like review of how difficult it was or if or you is were... it like because you do this so much you're just like I know that I'm good at it but this week I'm just um he's crying he's crying <laughs> <laughs> have I been competitive at this Louis tried to move this on so he didn't have to talk about this no no it's fine we can discuss this did you try did you really try oh yeah yeah and I'll admit I made mistakes. Um, so if I come back on as well, the this guest, is like an after sport interview. Like we're not accusing you of anything, by the way. Just. <laughs> if I come back on, uh, I know I'll do better next time. But I think Louis has to win his place back as running this quiz. Like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> so, you, so you'll, you'll keep playing the. Uh... Yeah, that's <laughs> easier. So this is you saying that being the conductor is the best position of the podcast? <laughs> to be honest, I think Louis thinks that. So, and I, and so you just want to see him squirm. I, in, right. I think Louis thinks that running this is the is is the real power position of this podcast which i will be honest i semi do agree with that but then i think when it comes to competition i love competition like 
And I'm not yeah. sure. I've said to Louis before, I think I'm more competitive than he is. And he every so often goes, mm, I don't know. I think and, I'm more competitive. <laughs> and then I go, mm, are you just being awkward or are you more competitive? And that's <laughs> what I want to ask you. How have you found today? Oh, I mean, I would say I really enjoy competition. Um, but I'm probably not, you know, I don't have to win. You know, I lose to you cycling i lose all the time <laughs> like football cycling a load of things i lose all the time that's how you learn yeah so i'm i like competing but i'm well acquainted with losing so it's not a big surprise so you're not like a big dj Khaled fan no 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 um big, you- i'm a big beck fan <laughs> <laughs> they're good references uh right let's go on to the final score final scores people uh right we'll go bottom to top uh, and then after the podcast, or if you're on the live stream, we'll get to see how everyone did individually. Uh, right, so s- third place, seven points, was indeed Louis. Right, who I played Louis? And then it's very tight at Ooh. the top. It's <laughs> very tight. Ooh, I hope I won. Surprisingly tight. I hope I've won. I don't. So 11 points, second place. And top spot is 12 points. So just to give you 11 points, second place is Scott. Ah. There you go. Right, well played. And then top spot with 12 points is the audience. So very, very well played. Audience well winning done. the podcast well for the done. first time. So big up the audience. And it was quite good. It was quite good showing from the audience today. Quite a lot of teams, uh, quite a lot of uh, entrants. So nice. well it's done. starting to show that the audience are getting that average, which is. Uh, Going to become pretty hard to beat, I'd say. Proud of you. Yeah, yeah. well done. Well so done. We'll take some guests to, to do that. Uh, we'll go through everyone individually at the end after we go off the recording of the podcast. Um, but that's how you can get involved. We will be putting up the form for you to get involved with before the podcast, usually on a Thursday before we record the podcast. So get yourself involved with that. But it has been an absolute pleasure, Louis, having you here today. Yeah, Louis. Thank you. Um, I hope to come back at some point. <laughs> we, we absolutely do. No. It's part of your job. So. No. Yeah, you're, it's contractually obliged. Yeah, who, who knows when I'll be back. But <laughs> <laughs> No, it's been good having you as a guest. It's fun treating you as a guest as opposed to the person that's you know, convening me not telling too many stories. Yeah, I want to be a guest. I can, uh, well, you have to do something, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> One day, one day. <laughs> and that's bye from me. When, when you come back from Australia, what we'll do is, like, what's it like to be in a plane? <laughs> yeah, 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 we can do that. <laughs> did you sit for the whole time or did you go to the toilet at some point? What films did you watch? Show us the posters on your wall. <laughs> which, one, which one was first? <sighs> yeah, I'll do something real cool. Um, no, it's been an absolute pleasure having everyone here listening to the podcast. Uh, we appreciate you listening, giving us feedback uh, on it all. So do get in touch if you're enjoying it. Share it with your friends. Uh, we want everyone to be involved with this. It's meant to be an involvement podcast, so we want you to get involved, give us some chat, get involved with the percentage game. You can do it in advance of the podcast being recorded, so you'll see it on our social media is going out on a regular basis. But uh, for this, we will say goodbye from us. Um, and have yourself a lovely, lovely week, and we'll see you all again for the next podcast, the next GQHQPQ, which is going to be released weekly, so we'll see you soon. Bye! Bye!
<laughs> That's for, for all those podcast <laughs> listeners. Bye. <laughs>